is Dr. Lori. She is the owner of Divine Alignment Chiropractic. And she specializes in chiropractic care, uh, physical, or excuse me, massage therapy and yoga therapy as well. Um, and you can guys, you can find her on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And I'll make sure to put all the links down below. But please, Dr. Lori, please go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello. Um, yep, my name is Lori Klein, and I'm a I'm in California, Oakland, California. I've been practicing here in just in the same neighborhood for 25 years, my 25th year in chiropractic. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. And as Owen says, I, I'm, a, I'm a chiropractor that specializes in hands-on care. So I integrate body work, all sorts of body work. I integrate yoga therapy, which is, which is newer to me to introduce that into my practice, but it is a fantastic way to um, approach the body bodies, you know, for healing and for strengthening and maintenance. And then of course, chiropractic, which is, uh, which is kind of the basis in which I, I heal people. You know, that is definitely my, um, that's definitely something that's important in the whole process. I also work with Z Health. I was just telling, oh, and Z Health is a neurologic uh, based protocol and works with body movement, mobility, but really working with the brain the nervous system, the whole nervous system, very important to uh, us chiropractors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's great. Cause I think that's incredible that you have a lot of areas that you can help people with. And the one thing I like, has I like your name that you started with divine alignment. Like what, what, what was the, what, I guess, uh, how'd you come up with the name for that? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I was inspired. I, I took a sabbatical about two years ago. I went to uh, Southeast Asia and I studied Thai massage um, I did a lot of meditation, lots of courses, lots of um, work to uh, move towards my inner most important self, my spiritual part of myself. And uh, so a divine alignment, it was, of course, aligning the spine with the divine. So important that we align ourselves with our own inner being, but also how important is it to align our joints because that gives our body, our temple, an opportunity to function at its best. And so I, um, divine was also in the idea of, I feel so divine when I'm healing through chiropractic massage and yoga therapies. I feel so divine. Uh, so I thought I'd put those two together, divine alignment. I like that. That's kind of, and you, yeah. I think that's kind of a unique name because I don't hear, a lot of times people just go like their name in chiropractic center and you kind of want a little different twist of like some background that you did. And tell me, how long were you in when you were doing this training? How long? Um, what? How long did that kind of take? Actually, I was. Kind of, I'm kind of curious. What oh, you the tie the tie work. Yeah, I was. I was. I took. Um, I had a practice before divine alignment. It was a big practice. Um, lots of doctors and acupuncturists and therapists, massage therapists, and I thought it's too much for me. So I, I took about a year and a half um, okay. away and um, studied. Like I said, I studied quite a bit uh, different different ways. I, I wanted to also just relax and get away. It's kind of burned out, really. <laughs> Came back, sold the big practice, and um, so here I am. I'm. It's more of a, I would say, almost a concierge service. It's more. I'm. I'm. I'm wanting to draw in people who are looking for, um, you know, injury management, absolutely, but also to explore themselves, explore their bodies, help with chronic pain, get out of chronic pain to become a better person, a better, more um, integral person in the community. 
I started out with my, in, my intention for chiropractic and caring for people was to heal the universe, to heal the world. Because when we're in pain, we can't really function at our best. We're cranky. We're not grounded. We're, we're, we don't take care of the environment. We don't have time. We can hardly take care of ourselves when we're in pain. So it was my intention to heal one spine at a time. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's been kind of the uh, theme of my practice, really. Yeah, and I think that's kind of, it's, it's a really good approach, I think, because it creates an all-rounded, uh, you know, kind of scenario where you can help people with a lot of different directions. Because I know, like you were mentioning chronic pain, like my girlfriend, actually, she was, uh, I don't remember the diagnosis, I wish I could bring it up, but mm-hmm. she, she was born where she basically will have chronic pain in her joints for all of her life. And I always kind of tell her, like, you should go to chiropractor because even though it is chronic, they can help you in some ways. Because I've gone through many different cares. For example, like my, I have a younger sister and both her and I, our hips are always misaligned. So we have to always kind of go in and get them readjusted because at our hips and I'm, you know, I work at home and I work on a desk. So me sitting for long periods of time doesn't necessarily help (laughs) this, but when I get it readjusted. No, 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 sitting, sitting's a problem. <laughs> yes, absolutely, and it does. And I think, because um, we bring a lot of chiropractors, and I always like bringing this up, and I want to kind of hear your viewpoint, but I think a lot of people um, particularly don't understand that there's all these different methods and ways to get treatment and help yeah. them feel better. Um, I yeah. mean, I on my side of my family, we have a lot of people in the medical profession so I have a little bit of knowledge of like different areas and things that you can reach out to or do to kind of help. But I feel like a lot of people don't know that. And I want to kind of get your insight of maybe some things that you find or maybe why that is. Um, okay. So my under, so what, what you're asking is, you know, what, what kind of, well, all right. I think people um, don't realize that chiropractic comes in many varied flavors and colors and expressions. You know, we're, we're taught a certain chiropractic method depending on the school you go to. Mm-hmm. And then we express ourselves as um, doctors in the field of healing people. Some people go with a very light touch so that it's almost, it's, it's, it's not so much the adjustment or the actual physical hands on. Well, it's always physical hands on, but more light touch. Some people like myself, or I'm a little deeper, a little more thorough, looking to affect uh, the joints, the structure of the body and the nervous mm-hmm. system. Some people, as you know, focus strictly on the neurology. So using eyes, using movement to affect the body in that way. So there's so many different ways to treat an individual and finding your particular and your particular doctor that works for you. That's the patient's responsibility you know i have people who come to me and they they're not it's rare but it happens that they're not into the kind of work i do they want something a little less aggressive or a little less thorough i'm not sure maybe they don't want as much time as i spend with my patients Mm -hmm. everyone has uh everyone has that perfect doctor for them or doctors say there's you know there's more than one soulmate out there for us right <laughs> <laughs> yes and that's and what you kind of brought up too because there is a lot a lot of different um styles of practice as well and yeah. that's something i've recently been learning because it's not like the um uh, like your family doctor where you know it's not a lot of it's pretty generic so to say exactly but in the chiropractic field there is a lot of different methods of treatment along with like massage therapy and even yoga so a lot yeah. of oh styles. yeah Oh, uh, I wanted to suggest that the chronic pain that maybe your girlfriend's going through, mm-hmm. chiropractic would be good, but I'll tell you for 
for maintenance and for body awareness and to reduce the chronic pain is is yoga is is is, is and there's different yoga styles so it's just moving the body if we movement overrides pain so if you keep your body in a in a resilient mobile place it's going to override pain nerve information so think about that as a way to help you and for you you know sitting it, you're not moving that's probably why your hips are a little achy right Right. Yeah. And and I do. Move and you feel better. <laughs> exactly. And I do my best to always get out and not try not to sit for more longer than, you know, an hour or two. And, you know, and this is things I've learned because a lot of people won't even go the extra step to make sure they're being mobile or stretching and things. Um, and, you know, you mentioned earlier as well as the, the yoga therapy. I actually wanted to kind of dive into that because I haven't heard too much of that. I'm familiar with a little like yoga styles, but not quite yoga therapy and what you were kind of mentioning, because I did read some of your blogs and it's really intriguing about the mythology of how it works. And I was hoping you could shed some light on it. Yeah. Thanks for asking. Cause it really is something that I'm, I'm really evolving into. I take yoga therapy uh, to the, to the table. So I'll use yoga therapy to not only help someone become more aware of their body and more aware of their, their limitations. Um, and then increasing the body's um, movement patterns through different yoga asanas or postures. Working with the breath is really important, helping people to become much more aware of their breath. People hold their breath. It's a, it's, it's a problem, and it, and it causes a lot of problem, and it's very unconscious. So working with the breath to get the breath into um, part of being alive, you know, and, and working with the body, but also... I teach yoga here, and yoga is not just for flexibility. Yoga is for strengthening and toning the muscles, mm -hmm. and that's a really important part of, of the thera therapeutic portion of the yoga therapy. So it's on the table. It's, it's in class I use it. Almost everyone goes home with yoga mobility drills or strengthening or stretching drills to support all the care we give them, you know, I give them in, in, in their treatment. Because I, I hate to have them not not be able to um, to have something to follow through with and support all the adjustments in the massage. We do a lot of neck work, a lot of work with um, the the nerves exiting out the spine and the neck. So it's a lot, especially nowadays with people sitting for a living. It's a really important uh, part of what I can do for people is to support them with you know yoga therapy. It's like physical therapy, but. Yeah, and that's what I that's what I kind of had the vision of that it was a more physical than um, like a stretching method, and that's what I kind of would at least have a better understanding because I'm sure some people are going to be kind of curious like what it is because it, yeah. it sounds something kind of new like a new mythology of doing yoga to help people. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm so excited that we're taking it we're taking it further into the and in, I'm taking it further into the practice. It's really exciting, and I, I I get very creative with it, you know. So things will pop in my head, and I'll say oh, you need to do this. Let's do this. We'll get right down the floor. And my patients really appreciate the, that part of it. I'm, I'm so, I'm happy to do it, right? You know, really, it's, it's kind of exciting for our, our relationship as a, you know, doctor and patient. It's, it's good. No, absolutely. Yeah, they, feel, they feel more, they feel more responsible and more, it, it, I think it encourages them and inspires and motivates them to be well. Absolutely. And, and like you're kind of saying, the self-awareness, because I, again, I, I have, I do networking a lot and it's, I would say it's kind of almost incredible how many people aren't quite self-aware 
to the degree that I think most people should be, so to say. Uh, I've always been quite physical throughout my life. High school, I was really sports and I was really, I was the guy that liked to go a little bit extra step and do some, like, uh, kind of do some research on like maybe how I could better self, uh, like better make myself stronger or faster. And I, that helped me become much more self-aware of my abilities and things that I could do so that I could double down on that. Yeah. And I've met so many people that aren't at that level of self-awareness, maybe to like a little bit of a degree, but how, I, I wonder if you maybe know, besides like you were kind of mentioning with the, you know, the yoga, is there easy ways that people can become more self-aware or is it just simply just going through the motions and learning what you're capable of? And Well, I, I... I really like that question because, um, you know, each of us has a, um, each of us has our, our, our own personal, um, our own personal journey, right? Right. In this lifetime. One of the reasons, um, I'm physical like you, I'm, I'm a very, uh, I'm a very physical person and I get a lot out of moving and doing. I'm a doer. So I've used the body as a temple, for an example, to get to know myself. If I'm more aware, if I've, if I'm not feeling right, and I, I feel it in my gut that something isn't working for me, you know, I, I'm aware of that, and I could, I could decide to choose another direction to think about, or, you know, so I'm, the more aware I am in my body, and I, and I say this to my patients, the more we can, I, we can navigate our lives. So becoming mm -hmm. more self-aware through the body is one way. Of course, mindfulness practices, you know, sitting and meditating, those are harder and it does take um it does take commitment yeah. that's not what that's not what i do here however i often talk to my patients about their stress levels i often talk to my patients about what they're putting in their body how they're how they're eating um you know what kind of joy what kind of what kind of downtime are they giving themselves there's, these are important parts of that we that i like to process with my patients or at least bring up just so that it gets them thinking wait, maybe I'm not taking enough time off. Maybe I'm, I'm eating too much sugar. Maybe I'm not eating enough, you know, or eating the right. So it's more, I, you know, overall holistically, right. And our whole body, Absolutely. our whole being, I was going to say. <laughs> and I think yeah. that's a really kind yeah. of point that you're bringing up there. Uh, and you did cut out a little bit, but not, not a big deal. Cause I think, I generally, I, at least I got the point. So I think most people should, but that's kind of a good idea. Cause I think that is something a lot of people don't look into. It's definitely not educated uh, throughout schools of like, you know, how to make yourself a better person or how to help, how to make sure that you're staying active and healthy. And um, you know, cause a lot of times it's on the external part. It's never really, a lot of times it's not focused on you. And I think, I think what you're talking about, especially with the yoga and how you just mentioned it to me, I think that's incredible, especially <laughs> cause you're teaching them, not only yeah. how you can better help them, but it be self-aware about us, you know, about us and you know yourself. And I think that's incredible. What what got you kind of motivated to start getting into that journey? By the way, because um, I didn't really see anything particularly that you know mentioned how you got started with it. With which journey? Oh, with um, the yoga therapy. Oh, I've been practicing yoga for thirty years. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and um, wait a second, I'm sorry, not 30 years. I've been practicing um, about 
about 27, whatever. It's about 30 years. <laughs> and um, I started with Bikram, which is a hot yoga. And that was just more of a workout. And, um, and I started, I found, I found a couple. working with my breath and I've always been um, interested in meditation and and so I've so that's just part of the you know people did yoga way back when to learn to sit comfortably so Mm -hmm. after doing yoga for quite a bit you know say you do a a half hour to 45 minute um, practice our bodies are so much more calm again it affects the nervous system and allows us to ground out that's when we get our best best meditations or that's when I get my best meditations. There are a lot of people who can wake up and sit for an hour after they just wake up in the morning when they're just in that state of relaxation. But let's say we're just people who need to be up and at when we want to take the time to meditate and take the time to go inward. After yoga, I find myself to be much more available for that, for that kind of journey, you know? Absolutely. (laughs) Or or after a run, you know, like moving meditation, running or walking in nature, move it. Like I love to suggest if you don't want to sit, maybe contemplate as you walk in nature, go outside, you know, be in, be in in the, be with the mother. Right. And then, and then walk and, and, and think some of the stuff I like to do is um, talk to my patients about themes in their lives, especially right now, as we come into the new year, Mm -hmm. what, what, theme are you going to live into this year and also what did you learn this past year so to to ask yourselves questions about it and how you want to move forward a theme is a really great thing to do uh, and live into that all year round be it gratitude be it being present be it um that kind of you know yeah absolutely and i like what you're kind of talking about is like envisioning a type of theme that's something i've never actually even thought about isn't that and cool i, I like yeah. that yeah yeah i have to take that into the new year <laughs> so. you can even think of a word you know like my friend said precious the other day she wants to see like the most precious moments in her life even if they're mundane she wants to she wants to actually pull out that precious moment and I thought that's that's cool you know looking for looking deeply into something or you know Absolutely. I don't know I, I like that that's not my that's not my theme that was hers <laughs> yeah I know I'm gonna have to put some thought into it tonight and see what I can oh. come up with yeah um, so what really got you I guess started into you know doing chiro- chiropractic care and the yoga like what 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 really got you started well I was an environmental science major and a political science major growing up and I thought oh my god if I have to do that for the rest of my life, I will have a heart attack at 40. So <laughs> I, um, I, was, I went traveling and I saw the hardships that people were going through physically, you know, okay. um, you know how, to, how to make life and they were, and, and they were destroying their environment. They were, they were just trashing it again because they didn't have the wherewithal, the physical strength to like care for their environment. They were just letting things go. And I thought, well, if I can, like I said in the beginning, if I can help one spine at a time help my the people in my country um feel better in their bodies they're gonna have more more energy to support their communities their uh their loved ones and the environment so it was really inspired by taking care of of our earth really ultimately and now it's become um 
it's just become a calling. I, 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 t- I did massage therapy right before I became, I started doing my pre-med. Uh-huh. I did massage therapy to support myself through, through school. Okay. And I really did have a knack for it. It was, I, I, I would have never known, but it was like, wow, I'm actually, this is a gift. This is something I can offer. And, um, you know, it's, it's been a great, it's been a great profession for me. It's, it's really, like I've been able to express myself in so many ways and, I love the body. It's so fascinating. I'm always fascinated. Always. (laughs) I as well. I find the body's incredible. Some of the things it can do and how it's so resilient and how it even works and how it moves. I I was going to say, I love helping people in their sports careers. Like I love to, I work with a lot of running runners and, and cyclists. Um, I work with the lymphoma, leukemia lymphoma society for quite a while. And I work with a lot of coaches and, uh, I love getting people to uh, get into new sports and support them through injuries and that sort of thing. It's, that's that's cool. incredible. So yeah. you were, I want to kind of take it back a little bit because you mentioned how you kind of got started. You did a lot of traveling. Where, where was some of that traveling at? Just out of curiosity, so maybe I can see where the inspiration came from. You know what? I traveled in my early 20s to Southeast Asia, Nepal. Okay. I did, I did um, Nepal and um and uh that that whole india that whole area and i was gone for almost two years about 22 months when i was younger came back i did a lot of meditation that's kind of when i came into my you know meditation i took okay. a couple of months in nepal to study um with his holiness the dalai lama and that and that that uh buddhist uh family of buddhism and then um yeah so all over, you know, and then, and then I, I did go back to Southeast Asia again, but I, I did a lot, lot more. Um, I don't know why I went back to Southeast Asia, but I did want to study Thai massage. I had some friends in Indonesia. I wanted to learn to dive. So I, I, I did these things that I, I want to do. That was 20, 20 plus years later. Okay. So, I see. Then I also studied in Europe. I went to Europe and did some study um, in, during my sabbatical. I so, gotcha. Yeah, what Belgium. The, um, what did the difference between the Asia and the Europe studies kind of look like? Was it quite dramatically different or? You know, not really, because it's really the teacher that matters. Wherever you're at, that's, that's you know, that's a, that's a plus. But um, it's really the teachers that matter in the school that's, that's offering. The, I mean, studying Buddhism in a, in a country or study Hinduism in a country that's, that that's their main religion that's that's always good that's that always supports like if i i spent some time um studying uh studying meditation in sri lanka and india mm-hmm. it was it's supported by the community i mean it's it's offered and it's expected if you're going to be there so that in in europe now you're, it's then you're in like a retreat center so that makes yeah. sense absolutely yeah. So, and I know I kind of, cause I want to get a little bit more detail too, cause you talked about the, the neurological side of the chiropractic. And this is something that we just had our last guest and they really niched down it. And something I realized that this is something quite new that people are looking into and we're finding new treatments for. And I wanted to also hear some insight about what you've learned and what you're doing um, and I'm not sure, you know, how long you've been doing it or when you, when you got started, but if you have any insights, I'd love to hear it. Well, chiropractic is based on affecting the nervous system. You mm-hmm. know, the, the, um, the nerves that exit out the spine are, are just, it can 
attenuation of our the brain hardware, like basically, and the nerves that exit out the spine in in um, uh, affect every cell, every tissue, every organ in the body. So we are affecting the body through uh, chiropractic care, making sure that the any that I was telling you about is a the Z Health that I was telling you about yes. is a protocol uh, derived and and created by uh, Dr. Cobb and he's also a chiropractor. Okay. And he saw the body um, functioning at its best through movement. He he's also a sports specialist. But utilizing the eyes, for example, utilizing movement to improve the function of the body is kind of a, it's, it's a neurologic direction so that we can help the body integrate um, anything that I do physically for someone, but also integrate the brain's function to support the body's um, holistic healing and maintenance. So, uh, I use a lot of eye work while I'm while I'm doing my massage, while I'm doing my yoga. So mm -hmm. integrating, bringing the brain function, bringing the the cerebellum, the movement into um, alignment and working with movement, and working with motion. A lot of mobility drills to work with the joints, and in those joints, there's nerves. They're called proprioceptors. When we stimulate those, we allow the body to feel much more safe and grounded and, and it brings us into our bodies, you know, out, brings more awareness so then we function better uh, as, as humans. We, let's see, so using, so that's how I use the neurology. I'm using it really st structurally, using the eyes, using movement to support the ears and the, um, uh, the balancing, using mobility to support the joints and the, um, yeah, the joints in the body, integrating those into play so that we feel more connected. Right? Yeah, and I like that because it's a little bit deeper view or I guess method of treatment than just the skeletal muscle that we're oh, yeah. going right to the source. And that's oh yeah, I've been kind of learning is, um, it, like you were kind of mentioning like the motion. And it's a really powerful, um, I guess, method of healing because it makes a lot of sense to me than just going from the, the surface level of the muscle skeletal and then actually going to the source because that makes sense because our body is connected through nerves. Um, if anybody had any little bit of anatomy, they should know that that's how our body functions is through, the nerve, through our nerves. <laughs> and, it's really good too when it comes to uh, working with elders who are stiff, let's say they, they have, you know, our bodies get stiffer as we get older. It's just a fact. Mm -hmm. uh, you don't really see an older person generally walking upright and standing tall. And usually what we see are people shrinking, getting shorter and kind of closing in, right? Yeah. It's our, we have to not fight that, but we have to work to support ourselves so that we don't cave in and, and, and start to get stiff. Um, but elders, you know, they're not trained to do that. Maybe our, our generation will be more aware of that. But to work with the eyes and to work with helping our bodies relax and become more resilient and flexible through neurologic uh, actions and things, then and 
I got to tell you, it's really good for especially yeah, for chronicity, for elders, for you know, or 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 for healing, for healing injury and such. No, absolutely. Because based on some of the people I've been talking to, it's been an extremely effective thing that's helping quite a few quite a few people, along with you know educating on the importance of being active. Because it's not yeah. like taking any kind of, any sort of medication. There is a little bit of maintenance that you need to do. Especially after any chiropractic visit I've ever done and had any treatment, it was always followed up with, hey, make sure you do these exercises and these stretches. This will help, you know, with your healing um, or at least, you know, making sure that you don't revert to right. what was the issue. And I make sure I always do them. It's, it's a morning routine for me. I wake up, I, may, I do my stretches, my little bit of exercises, and it really helps. Like oh, you mentioned, that mobility. But I think okay. a lot of people, it, it's hard. Because <laughs> a lot of people, you know, it's, I, at least I, I get high of my days, but sometimes it's, it's just like the little bit of work. It's like, it's like trying to run a mile. It's so difficult. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, you know, and you kind of talk about like, it's important to have some fun with it and, you know, trying to find out what you like. And it, I wanted to maybe know if, at least for our audience here, what's some things that people uh, can do or realize to make, you know, making sure that they're active and, you know, doing movements and things like that so to help them out. What's something that they can kind of look for to, you know, find enjoyment out of it if they don't like it? Uh, sometimes I, and I, I tell you why, because uh, you have to, wait, is you have to walk your dogs. So sometimes I suggest get a dog. Get yourself so that it takes you outdoors. It takes you outside, takes you out of your seat. Mm -hmm. um, it gets you out there. It, it, it's just, it, you have an opportunity to care for another being. It takes you outside maybe the stress of, of our lives. Um, I think also, I, I have worked, the best workouts I have are with classes. Now, not everyone's a class person. And I, I don't do that many classes anymore, but I, but I do if I really want a good workout. So mm -hmm. someone who's just starting out, maybe maybe go to a community center and find a class. It's something you like. It has to be something you like to do. Do you like to dance? Get on the dance floor. Dancing is a great exercise. Do you just like to walk? Well, make sure, get someone who you're gonna walk with. Get someone you wanna spend some time with so that you're held accountable because you could easily say, no, nah, I'm just going to watch the football game. or I'm just going to kick it. I'm not going to walk this weekend. Find something to do at least one day during the week, one evening during the week after work or however you can work it. And then, and then at least one day during, uh, sometime during the weekend. So it gives you twice a week you're going to get out and do something and then build on that. But getting a workout partner, taking classes, trying something new, doing something you love. You must do something you love get a dog. Um, uh, that, those are the things, um, I would, I would really stress. And yeah, it, I think it's always, if you want to start, it's not necessarily the best thing to do on your own, you know, yeah. as and an I adult, agree. if you can't feel your, yeah. Yeah. And I, totally yeah agree. I, and I like, yeah. I like doing things with other people. I mean, I'm social now. If for, oh, wait, here's, Here's one other thing I would suggest. This is how a lot of my, a lot of patients of mine, let's say you have a goal. You want to raise some money for an organization. Mm -hmm. Do a half marathon train or get on the bike and maybe do a, do a 50 mile bike ride or something and 
let let some coaches help you out and you you become a you get on a team that's another great way to get yourself going and it's fun you meet a ton of people i've met some great great friends yeah that. and it goes from uh starting to now you're building goals as you progress yep, yep. you all of a sudden you're like what i just rode 30 miles what awesome yeah. <laughs> all right and yep. next week it's going to be four and it keeps <laughs> on yeah yeah. I, because that's how I got into fitness. And I know for my girlfriend, for example, I want to break her up for again. Um, <laughs> she did, she's not very social. And I've tried getting her into activities, but you mentioned dance. She loves to dance. And so get and, out and dance. Yes. <laughs> and I've kind of encouraged her to go on and do dance classes. And I, I'll, I'll be frank, I'm not, a, I don't like really dancing, but I offer that I'll go ahead and do it with her. Huh. Way, you know, kind of get active. And yeah. plus then I'll learn. I don't know how to dance. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, right. So um, I always like to take a dance class or two to get some new moves. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So well, those are all good questions. And I wanted one, I have one final question here I wanted to ask, because uh, you live in California. So have you yeah. always lived in California or would you, I want to kind of, you know, feel it. Have you always been in California or did you come uh, somewhere else? The internet's. No, I have always lived in California when I've lived in the States. I've never okay. lived anywhere else. And I've, I've, I'm from LA, moved up to this area, the Northern California area, and that's it. It's hard for me to leave now, you know? I always think about it. It's an expensive place to be, but it's so beautiful. My whole family of friends and uh, are here. And it's, no. it'll be, I don't think I'll, I'll ever leave. That's, that's <laughs> what I realized. Yeah. But I do love to travel, so you'll see me traveling for sure. Yeah, I always like hearing that where people kind of originate from, because a lot of times you can kind of get the vibe. Because, uh, like, I'm from Michigan, and but I live in the countryside, and I really don't like that. I like the city life. Oh, you uh, do? Yes, but, it, you know, it's kind of interesting, because some people, you know, they move to other areas because it fits their personality. And for, like, you living in California, it makes total sense for, you know, what you're doing and the lifestyle. Yeah. And it, it's, I just always like asking that because you never, you never know. I've, <laughs> but uh, I think that's absolutely incredible. And so do you, um, by chance, do you have anything else that maybe you want to share anything that you think people might want to know? No, actually, honestly, I've, I think you really covered everything. And I, I appreciate you taking the time to interview me and, um, and get this out so people know to find chiropractic care as one of their many ways of healing their body and maintaining their body's good health. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, that's the, the whole reason why we try to do this. 